come stop and take a trip down on my block what you see hidden potential young minds sharper than ginsu and ain't afraid to speak they mind if they got something against you no we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri in this week's episode the stitch cast talks about art and why they practice it They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Um, thanks, <laughs> thanks for uh, the discussion so far. I think I'm interested to know how you all became comfortable with the identity of being an artist, like how you decided that that's an identity that you're going to claim, you know, sitting up on stage here and then also in your everyday life. That's a very good question. I like yeah, that question yeah. very much. Um, I'm gonna say for me, it took me a while to say I was an artist just because of the fact that I knew that I wanted to be an artist. I just didn't know how to go about being an artist. Before I could say I was an artist, I had to find myself in like the art that I do. And it's just like, once you feel like comfortable and embrace what you do, then you can be like, okay, I'm an artist. And like uh, other people don't always see that you're an artist and they be like, Oh, you just do that for the fun of it. You got to think about it. It's just like, it's me. So your art is another form of you. I would say for me, the thing that got me comfortable with it was when I performed in front of the people and I started to see like the the change in people before I got on stage and performed and after, like even people who were indifferent about me, like they, they looked down on me and different things of that nature. When I stepped on stage and performed, it in a way, I wouldn't say forced them, but it impelled them to look at me differently. Like they couldn't look at me as the same person that they did before I performed. So when I saw that energy change, it caused me to start to see myself as somebody that's able to speak out and express my art form in a way that it can inspire people. Even people that at first they look at me like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? So that and also when I put my art form into a physical form, say a book, and saw how interested people were to invest in that and learn about themselves through my artwork. Like that inspired me to keep going and that gave me that push I needed to be comfortable because if I can do that, then there's a whole host of things that I can do beyond that. I don't know if I could say there was a defining moment that made me, for lack of a better phrase, okay with claiming uh, the title of artist uh i know that i was an artist before i knew i was an artist and that um and i I seem to bring this up every time we do another arts podcast but uh we did a podcast a little while ago called life without art and in that podcast we looked up the literal definition of art and what we found was that to be an artist is literally to to express yourself creatively that's it. Any form of creative expression makes you an artist. And, and that includes like barbers and chefs and all of these other things that most people wouldn't consider to be art. Uh, anything that you express yourself creatively in 
makes you an artist even if you don't practice your art form you are still technically an artist uh i think what makes me comfortable and even excited to claim the title of artist is just the love that i have for for my particular art form uh, you know you know i, I love i love 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 it and i and i respect it very very much I, re I respect it enough to learn about the history of music and i watch documentaries on where hip-hop started at and you know why true there were all of these you know what i'm saying changes in hip-hop and how people reacted to these changes and just all of this different stuff because that's how much I love it. That like that's how much I love the art form. I want to be the absolute best artist that I could be in my respective discipline. Now, while I don't know if I was ever ashamed to be an artist or ever hesitant to claim the title of artist, I did used to be hesitant to tell people that I rapped and things <laughs> like that, mainly because in St. Louis, everybody rapped. Soon as you tell somebody you're a rapper, they they, they just kind of like Kind of like if you tell somebody you're a Democrat or a Republican or something like that, you know what I'm saying? They, they just get all of these assumptions, you know what I'm saying? They try to put you in this box. Oh, yeah, you must you, you a SoundCloud rapper, huh? Bro, I swear this out First of all, my music is on <laughs> Apple Music. Don't play with me. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's either that or they be like, oh, that's it. You're, you're yeah, rapper. you know what I'm saying? So, oh, so people just kind of assume. Yeah. Like, like Stereotypical. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and they just... They got all these low expectations of you for some reason, you know what I'm saying? Because you because you rap, you know what I'm saying? They assume that you the bottom of the barrel, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know how to rap. You you rapping about the same thing that everybody else rap about and all that. You know what I'm saying? They just got all of these assumptions. So like I used to be hesitant to tell people that I was a rapper. And then I got to a place where like I, I shouldn't be worried about what people assuming of me. People are gonna talk and people are gonna think whether or not they know what they're talking about. And and that's that's, that's just the fact of life. And like we were saying earlier, being great requires being willing to be misunderstood and mocked and all of this other stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I mean like and that's not to say that I'm better than these people. I make I make assumptions about people and we shouldn't be we shouldn't hold ourselves as slaves or even like restrict ourselves, you know what I'm saying, out of fear of their assumptions. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they don't have to deal with the choices that we make. We got to deal with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm, I'm going to do what makes me happy. And that's art. And if you don't like it, don't listen. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the discussion, say. yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, the exact moment I became comfortable with art. But I just know I became comfortable once I realized I'm able to be myself and be vulnerable with the music that I do or be vulnerable with the art that I create. Um, when I'm around people or trying to express myself with words, it just don't, you know, it don't come out how it should. But when it comes to the art, um, I'm able to just be whatever, you know what I'm saying? So um, I would say that then on a higher level, I went to Central Vision Performing Arts High School along with Brandon. Uh, I go there now. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> But uh, I say once I got there, <laughs> yeah, I, I realized like I came from Confluence, Confluence Academy, Old North. It wasn't too many people. There. It's like sports, sport players, and everybody wanted to be over there. You know, it wasn't too many artistic individuals or people who like the rap or people who like the dance and stuff like that. So once I got to Central, I knew I was an artist. I knew I could create. I knew I was creative. But I got to see like, okay, he different. You know what I'm saying? Or she, she, she on a different level. So um, once I got to start and create within the school, um, choreographing, performances, um, writing songs and stuff like that, I got to see like my art is just as good as theirs. So 
yeah, I, I am an artist, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of made me feel more confident in myself. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's that time again. Time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right, it's time to pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitcher's original piece entitled Politician. I'm not a politician, I'm an inner city kid. We don't love where I'm from, but I remember when we did. No love and no trust is just the way I gotta live, and the way that I gotta live is a way that can get me killed. It's crazy how your people wanna kill me. My people wanna kill me, so I gotta stay aggressive, cause I'll never let them kill me. 19 years in hell, the new me is the real me. Ain't never felt my pain, so ain't no way that you can feel me. My freedom got a price, and I refuse to let them deal me. Gotta stay aligned, can't let them move and can't let them tilt me. It's snakes up in the grass, I'm down and dirty, getting filthy, cause these snakes can never murder me. My soul is for eternity, it's burglary how they take my name. I refuse to medicate to go and ease the pain. I'm in the streets all on my own, that's why I need the name. And that's my rocks, so that's the reason I won't lead a game. I swear this stuff can never change, my role model vision getting weak now. Need to see a brother that the system couldn't keep down. People around the corner, now you caught up in these streets now. But to pick somebody up, then that means you gotta reach down and they telling me to preach now. These ain't the words of the wise, these the words of I seen it with my eyes. A lot of violence, a lot of people losing lives, cause everybody got a gun and everybody's gotta die. They selling me a dream called freedom, deleting us as people. They lie and they say slavery was illegal. They flood my neighborhood with guns and drugs and all the other modern evils and they hate to see us recognized as people. America, I don't need you. Yeah, and being, being around other artists that are encouraging definitely helps. And yo, let me tell y'all something about this boy. This man came to Central, and like, like he had the confidence, like, like, like he wasn't a freshman, like he, he wasn't no little me. This man came up to all the rappers, like, let's battle right now, bro, bro, bro. I kid you not, bro. I kid you not. This, this man came through and wanted smoke with everybody, bro. Bro, like, he was like, like, hey, I'm ready. I mean, like, he, had, he's, he's like, I'm the new boy. I got something to prove. Got to, yo, 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 and, that, and that's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like. So yeah, and then my, my man's a freshman walking up to like juniors and saying, "Let's battle, let's do it, Let, <laughs> let's go, let's go." Bro, I remember, I, bro, how many battles did we have? We used to we, have we, real tournaments, bro. Man. We we we. school bus. Me and Tony will battle like three times. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it was, it was wild. It was wild. I mean, at least he had confidence though. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not gonna cap with you. I did not have that confidence. I did some, not have some, that confidence. Cause some people they they just be like, if you ask them about it, they be like, nah. nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, like, they be, be low like, key. But, the, but don't you rap? Yeah, I rap, but nah. But you also can't sleep on that person because I didn't see yeah, some people like that, and then they get in front of the spotlight and go crazy. It's some people they they wait they they wait to show like they can actually snap because it's like some people they be like they be the calm laid back ones, but when it's time you know when it's actually time to perform, they be like you is not the same person. Like, yeah. but you is a completely different person than when oh, I see yeah. you. Hold yeah, identity. A hundred, a hundred percent, and and that goes to show that like artists come in all different. Yeah. Like shapes and sizes, there is no cookie cutter. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if he quiet, that means he good. No, right. you know what I'm saying? That just mean he quiet. That's all that means. He, he quiet. You know what I'm saying? Right, quiet. right. So, so yeah, artists come in all different shapes and sizes. Whether you practice your art religiously, whether you, whether you a poet that just write a poem once a year, you know what I'm saying? You might, you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of what it is, you know what I'm saying? Artists are artists. As long as you express yourself cre creatively, creatively, creatively. You're, you're an artist, <laughs> right, right? I, I forgot to say the word for a you know what I'm saying? As long as you do that, then, then you are an artist, and, and that's everything else is secondary at that point. Thanks. Tell me about a time that you wanted to give up on your art, and, and what made you push through? How did how did you get through that? 
it was like a dark time for me and it was just like music was always my outlet but yeah, at that time I felt like it wasn't there it was it wasn't something I could use so it was like I kind of stopped but I had people that actually listened to my music and it was like they was the ones that was like bro this a dark time for you so you could use that you know and use it in a positive way and I was like I was like no nah, I don't really want to hear that but when I actually thought about it I was like yeah you're right and so I started using my darkness and turning it into light and so I just started writing all music that you know help ease my pain and maybe you know help ease theirs if it, if it was something that they was going through and it helped so I started, you know, I started writing again and I started um, letting people hear it. And it was like, bro, see, I told you, this is what you need to do. So it helped me, you know, through those dark times that I was going through. What's that fire? Fire. What about y'all? Sound like a true alchemist, man. But like, <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't remember one time where I said I want to give up on my, my art or whatever I was doing. I remember one time I performed and I didn't get the reaction that I was used to. Reaction that you're used to being what? Being from Central, so like, you know, it's a sense yeah. of love in the audience regardless. You can go up there and just facts, sing happy facts. birthday and they gonna cheer you on, you know what I'm saying? So facts, facts. once I started going to open mics and shows on my own, I had to learn like, um, these people don't know you, so you really gotta win them over. So right. one performance I had, I performed, I did not get the reaction I wanted. The people that was there with me wanted to support me how I felt. So at first I kind of felt it felt real personal. But then I took it and said, it is personal. So I could just work on myself. It's a me thing. Right. Next time I go out there, I got to give a better show. You know? Most definitely. Most definitely. Since then, I just been doing my thing. But I never really said I wanted to give up on anything. Mm. So, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. So for me, it was, it was not a time where I wanted to give up. It was more so... I say a, a writer's block or like a mental block where like it was a time or period in my life where I was not feeling it like I was not I was blocked emotionally because most of my poem my art comes from an emotional place or a stable a stable place so depending on how I'm feeling at that time so because I had a block it caused me to have a block in in my poetry and my writing so it was stale it was stagnant so I never really had a time where I wanted to give up it was more so if I didn't remove that block, I wasn't gonna be able to write how I wanted to. I understand that 100%. Mm -hmm. But I get that a lot. Writer's block is not, is no joke for real. Cause Thanks. bro, that's also why it takes a lot of time to write music sometimes is because you don't know what to write about or it's just like you do know what to write about, the words just don't come out. Just mm -hmm. lack of inspiration. That's why yeah, I look at it now. Yeah. I just, if I can't write something to a beat or something, I just cut it off and go do something. Yeah. Back, and then I got a whole bunch of stuff yeah. to talk about. Yeah, yeah sometimes like, you gotta let the inspiration find you. Yeah. What about yeah. you though, fam? So I think I've told this story before. So basically, the long, long story short version, the Cliff Notes version, is uh, and this was actually a uh, talent show that we was gonna do at Central. I was a senior, so this was the last talent show that I would be able to perform at. I worked really, really hard on this performance because I had somebody that was like a brother to me. Uh, that I would be with at Central and they were just very very talented and Whenever people would mention me it would it would usually be me and this other person mm -hmm. Sometimes they would say them and me, but sometimes they would mention them alone. They had like this Yeah, they dope together, but he can do good shows on his own too 
and I wanted that. I, I really wanted people to know that I didn't have to be standing next to this person to put on a good show. And so I worked real, real hard on this show, uh, or real, real hard on this performance. I was losing sleep. Um, I was working during my senior year, so uh, you know I go to school, then go to work, and then go home and work on this thing. Like, like ain't no time to sleep. I need this to, I need this to go right. Uh, leading up to it, the audition went terribly wrong. My dancers wasn't taking it serious. Uh, my singer called in sick. So, so it was, just, it was just uh, so much stuff going on. Uh, so not only did I have to work really hard to put together a good performance, but I had to work really hard to to get us into the show because so much had went wrong. Long story short, after all of these obstacles, and I was having obstacles up until the time that it was time to get on stage, finally, they were gonna let us on stage. Uh, he was about to call our names, and then the principal stepped in and was like, actually, let somebody else go. And I, oh, I, immediately, wow. I was sick to my stomach. I don't know for sure that I thought about quitting music, but I know the thought of music alone made me sick to my stomach, which to me basically felt like the same thing. Like I can't even think about music without wanting to throw up. Uh, normally when something is wrong with me, I'll either make some music or I'll listen to some music to make it better. This particular time, music was the problem, or at least I felt like at the time. And I'm not really a confrontational person, but I wanted to fight, like like I was, I was. <laughs> nah, that's real, man. Cause that's all energy. I was, I was, yeah. Exactly, and then uh, if if you're a performing artist, then you know that um, when you're about to perform, you know you got that adrenaline and butterflies or whatever yeah. the case is. So imagine having that for the entire day and then not even hopping on stage. So it's like you got all this energy, you know what I'm saying? All of this, all this, you don't know what whatever to do with the it. chemical is built up, you know what I'm saying? And now it, it doesn't go nowhere because you did because you didn't hop on stage, you know what I'm saying? So 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 it, it just built up and it's, 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 it's like yo, like what am I gonna do with all yeah, this you energy? Like, like, that's, all this that's, stuff, not you know that's not even gonna so, work. So out. yeah, so I was I was man, oh, boy, I was hyped. I was hyped. Uh, I went to work, uh, and they 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 almost sent me home because I couldn't I couldn't smile like I couldn't be personal. I couldn't be a customer service person. The way I got through that was having to realize that first, um, I'm bigger than one performance. Uh, I had to understand that you know what I'm saying this is like as bad as I wanted this as bad as I wanted to prove to everybody that I can stand on my own without this person next to me. <sighs> And I, and I didn't get to do it in that moment, but I had to understand that, that more performances are coming and that central visual performing arts stage, which I love, which is beautiful. It's like a $5 million auditorium, which they will boast mm. about if you go there. Um, I had to understand that as great as that stage was, that wasn't going to be the biggest stage that I was on. That wasn't going to be the last stage that I was on. You know what I'm saying? I had more stuff coming. And uh, I don't like. I'm not here to convert nobody, but I did feel spiritually. I don't know what like deities y'all believe in or whatever. You know, so I'm not here to convert y'all to what I believe. But I really felt God saying that like, if if you knew what type of opportunities you were gonna see in your life, you wouldn't have took this so personally. Like you wouldn't have right. felt so bad about right. what just happened. And man, I didn't. I didn't been on the Fox stage since then. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Did, I didn't just did. I didn't touch all these different stages and all these different states and cities and all of that. You know what I'm saying? And now. I get mentioned as an artist on my own, you know what I'm saying, with my own prowess, you know what I'm saying? I'm not linked to nobody to where I gotta be standing next to this person to put on a good show. No, I'm me, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's, that's really what I wanted, you know what I'm saying? So I still got to prove that I had to create my own opportunities in order to do it. But ultimately, it made me a better performer. Uh, it made me a better artist. And more importantly, it taught me that sometimes you're gonna put everything you have into something and because of reasons outside of your control, it's still not gonna go the way you want it to.
and you have to be strong enough to you know what i'm saying pop back up and be willing to go at it again you know what i'm saying and, and try just as hard as you did the last time you know what i'm saying because the next opportunity might be that one you know what i'm saying so so it it made me stronger you know what i'm saying and now i know that if that happened again i would be mad but i can keep moving i'm strong enough to move forward so yeah that was that moment for me 100 that being said um do y'all find it more fulfilling creating art or consuming art? What What do you find more fulfilling? Yeah, I'll go first. <clears throat> Most definitely creating because uh, it's just some. It do something to me, man. Like if I know where I started with this project, like I probably was in a car and just thinking of a, a, a melody. Then I start writing. Then later on, I look down the line. Dad, I got a music video to that song. So many people feel a certain way once they listen to it and make them feel better. So it's like once I create, I get to see it just keep growing and transform into other stuff. So I would say um, creating is more enjoyable than consuming for me. Yeah, I'm gonna agree to that. I think creating is the most like it's the fun part about it. Like. Cause so many is cool, but you know, when you're creating it, you get to see from where it started to where it ends. And so like, all right, it's this thing. And I, I know where I, I know where I want it to be, but I, I just want to see if it gets there. Mm-hmm. And then like, once it's in the middle, you be like, okay, it's getting a little buzz. So it's just like, all right, I just hope it keep going. And once it reaches to where you want it to be, then it's just like, it's a good feeling. But sometimes it goes further than that. So it's even better. So I feel like, you know, creating is more. I would say for me, it's creating for the simple fact. It's it's like a it's like a story. Like you there in the beginning and you seen your whole, you're, you're going through that journey with the art that you created and you get to see the end, the end factor. Mm-hmm. Like you get to see that whole storyline and then get to see all the things that come out of that and how people, are affected by the story that you created with your art because you created this song you got that song or you got this poem that poem you got that art piece that art piece and it's a string of stories through time that you create and you get to see where you started from Mm -hmm. and then where you going where you at now and then where you trying to go so it's that thing that constantly inspires you so i would even say that by you creating your art you in a way are receiving your art because when you look back on art that you created, you're receiving it again, and nice. it inspires you to create create even more. That's and right. it's constantly that spiraling effect. And then once you add other people's art, it give, it inspires your art for you to create even more pieces that can be something that can stand through time. Most of, hundred percent. I think they I think they uh, two pieces of the same puzzle to me. I mean, obviously, obviously, creating art will always be fulfilling to me. I'm saying that's always gonna be fulfilling. But I love to see artists that I consider further along in their art than I am do yeah. stuff that I ain't never even thought about. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, 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 you know what I'm saying? That I would have never even fathomed as being an option when creating a song or or performing or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? I love seeing what people that I feel like are better than me or further along than me can do, and I like seeing what they do that I can add to my. Yeah. Repertoire that, or that I can do better. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be crowd engagement or whatever the case is, creating the art it probably is more fulfilling. Now that I think about it, that's probably a no-brainer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I guess that's like asking a basketball player, like, "Yo, what you like better, watching or playing?" Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 yo, that's a basketball yeah. player. Yeah. I said, right. Actually, they want to they want to be on the court. You know what I'm saying? Watching mm-hmm. it is nice, but they want to be on the court. So I definitely get that. Uh, as we wrap up, what would y'all say to encourage upcoming artists? or uh, artists that are uh, hesitant about walking in their artistry? Uh, I would say 
don't worry about nothing else but your art and also understand that it's art so it's like it might not be perfect now but later on down the line like he, like my man just said it's gonna be fulfilling for you yeah that's my stuff 100% for me I'm gonna say as long as it makes you happy then do it because at the end of the day it's is your creativity so can't nobody tell you that you're not doing what is fulfilling to you so at the end of the day if you want to do it then do it if it's your passion then do it that. Mm-hmm. and i would add your art artistry is never a mistake because it's you you are not Thanks. a mistake in yourself so your art is not a mistake it's just you and that's in that state in that mind state in that in that location that you're at right now as you go further along, you will get in a better and a greater mind state. But as of right now, it's not a mistake because it is the thing that's going to inspire you to create even more art. 100%. 100%. Most of And I say that your artistic journey is is just that. It's your artistic journey. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's not nobody else's. It's not for nobody else. It's for you. You know what I'm saying? So don't right. don't let nobody push you to go faster than you comfortable with being you know what i'm saying don't let don't let nobody slow you down when you feel like you should be you know what i'm saying going it's, it's your artistic journey whether or not you choose to share your art or or perform your art or whatever the case is you know what i'm saying it's your journey do what makes you happy in your journey because you the one that's gonna have to deal with the consequences of those choices nobody else so you know what i'm saying be patient understand that not everybody not everybody is meant to like your art. Your art is not meant to be loved by everybody. It is what it is. There is not a single thing that has ever been created that every single person wholeheartedly likes. You know what I'm saying? Everything right. is going to be loved by some and hated by some, but mm-hmm. there's an audience for everybody. So if you're looking for an audience, there's one out there for you. You know what I'm saying? Keep looking, keep growing, keep creating, and keep trying to be the absolute best artist that you could be. You know what I'm saying? And make the art that make you happy. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, that being said, I want to thank y'all so much for participating. I think this has been a dope conversation. Most definitely. Uh, everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. If you're between the ages of 16 and 24 and you're wondering how you can join our Stitchcast family or uh, how you can join our organization in general, you can go to our website, storystitches.org, uh, where we have applications. If you want to know what we're doing next, when's the next performance, when's the next Stitchcast Studio recording? Uh, All of this information is on our website, which we, of course, encourage you to visit. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brandon Lewis, and we out. Good job, y'all. Good job. Good job. Go. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. Let that be them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.